No, Carking. Gawking Gerald. He said Gawking Gerald, which is three levels higher than a peeping Tom. Gerald doesn't try to hide what he's doing. <laughs> Gerald <laughs> brought chips. There are good people and there are great people, and Jay is <laughs> neither of those types of people. Because this is shitty cinema. Why are we comparing me to other people? Why is that a thing? Yeah, you're your own special, unique I am. Turd. I am a snowflake, <laughs> as um, I have been told so many times. <laughs> I'm delicate. I melt. Yeah. Just give me a warm story. Let me into your heart. Don't no, do don't it. Don't do this it. is shitty cinema. <laughs> Where four terrible people who claim to be friends torture each other each week based on this month's theme, which this month is Shop Till You Drop. We all just dropped. Thanks. Thanks, Jay. We just dropped our faces down to do a line of dirty cocaine in a photographer's apartment because Jay brought... What else are you going to do when you're watching 2015's Paranoid Girls? This Chica la is, paranoia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a Spanish film, and I had to buy it twice because the first time I bought it, it didn't have English subtitles. Also, we're Americans, so we only know English, and mm-hmm. we're barely even holding on to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> barely. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes slips grass. through my fingers. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for this film. You know what? I don't want to be mad. Maybe this movie, maybe we missed some of it. Maybe the good parts were edited out. So between watching it 30 minutes ago and now, Jay and I actually went to Spain (laughs) to go see. Maybe we could search the studio. We have an aggressive jet. Find any kind of pieces that may be left behind. So... We walk into the uh, the hotel where it was filmed, obviously, because the set was fucking terrible, and take the you elevator. Think, you think a hotel let them in? I think it was an abandoned hotel. Okay. Um, we're going to take the uh, elevator to the seventh floor, so we step in. Dave, would you mind playing the part of the bellhop? <laughs> <laughs> they still have bellhops? Yeah. Welcome to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, can I take your bag? <laughs> We were in Madrid. Uh, which floor, but in Spanish? <laughs> Theate. Is that seven? Okay. The. <laughs> Listen. I'm not sing the song right now. To <laughs> you really forgot quick. to say, but in Spanish. <laughs> but in Spanish, yeah. Today we learned Madrid Spanish sounds way different than the Spanish that we're used to hearing in America. Oh, yeah. Which it just sounds like Mike Tyson in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) So so sorry for the jokes to come. Spain, keep doing you. You're the best. Anyway, (laughs) so we're going to the seventh floor, and just at the sixth, we hear the old familiar snap. And Sugar, we're going down swinging. Jay, in 10 seconds or less, what the fuck was this movie about? Three friends fail between sex scenes, but somehow succeed. Wow. That was two seconds. (laughs) You know what? I respect that. And that was actually what happened in the movie. I'm going to... Yeah, that was a valid synopsis. Reiterate your point. 
And we still have eight more seconds on this trip down. So we have plenty of time with you here with me. What are you going to say, Casey? Thin girls fail up across the board. <laughs> three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I mean, how many ways can we say uh, it? Yeah. So the, the bellhop. Bell you got anything in Spanish? <laughs> um, uh, up front, but in Spanish. <laughs> Sex in the City as a Spanish telenovela. That was four seconds. Nine seconds, That's and we got three. Juice. Ah! <laughs> I did that noise several times while watching it, so that is very also real for us. This movie was all too real. Uh, but in Spanish. But in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, it was it was eighty nine minutes, but if you cut out all of the gratuitous sex scenes, this would have fit in a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, well, Paranoid Girl started out as a girl arrives to the city, sex scene. There's a photo shoot, sex scene. They're doing cocaine, sex scene. Hey, 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 that's my part. I'm supposed to give the plot. You're ruining it for me. There was a plot? <laughs> I yeah. guess there was plots. Okay. <laughs> Plural. How about this? I'll, I'll kind of walk through the series of events that we had. and then Could you catwalk you... through a series of events we've had? Ooh, uh, fashion joke. I, oh, man. I don't know that I could do you that. You gotta work. Cover girl, I have it, girl. Listen, give a twirl. If, if I'm being honest, I haven't done that since the last time I was in Barcelona. <laughs> On the dance floor, girl. Cover girl. All right, here's the, the plot, quote unquote, if you want to call it that. Maybe there isn't a plot. Maybe there's just a series of events. So I'll walk you through the strange series of events that I just paid for twice. Anna, who's, I guess, our main character, maybe, mm -mm, mm -mm. meets her new roommate, Paula, and teaches her to retail rent expensive clothes for her wicked sweet fashion blog that leads to Paula sexually assaulting Anna in a dressing room, which includes inviting the store employee into a threesome and a peeping Tom. I actually forgot about that one. It was 10 years ago. Well, what's the context? We don't, we don't really know. Because then we get introduced to another character. The peeping Tom. No, Cocaine Carlos, who's doing, well, you know, cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, and gets Veronica, so who's an actual model, to get nude and then bring him dinner for a date, which I I guess all things considered really isn't that bad. I mean. Well, you should probably include if, that he's a photographer oh, in yeah, the fashion yeah. world in there. Well, he's you know. not just some dude with cocaine. <laughs> he didn't just rip a woman's shirt off and be like, yeah. bring me dinner and I'll bring the cocaine later. <laughs> But he kind of was. But that's a pretty good idea, yeah. right? But he has a job, Mom. You just, just prowl the streets with a handful of cocaine, ripping people's shirts open, <laughs> offering it. I guess I guess that would have been better. So then we get uh, another character, Veronica, and Car Cocaine Carlos pushes cocaine on Veronica mm -hmm. and then goes full matador mask wearing, whip snapping, hair pulling, tied to the bed, BDSM happy. Because context? Question mark? We didn't need it. It just jumped to that. And then what did it jump to next? We get Paula and Anna celebrating getting hired as models. And then Paula goes on a rant and admits to her nymphomania because it's funny. It's a, This is a comedy, by the way, in case you haven't picked yeah. up the comedic elements. Nothing so, about this was funny. Uh, her nymphomania is hilarious. No, it um, wasn't. Yeah, Sex addiction. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And... And so Cocaine Carlos uses his penis like a divining rod for wormholes. And we cut back to him and he smugly fails. He seriously, like, imagine this. Put this in your mind. He smugly fails to bang a cougar, but instead goes back and bangs Veronica again, where we literally get to watch him chew on her ass. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, you you think tossing a salad is good? No, this was just straight <laughs> comedy. This jerky. was comedy. This was eating right? that fucking salad. Are you guys getting the comedy? Top model jerky. They were all coked out. <laughs> you got to cut them some slack. <laughs> They're it's it, listen. It's either biting ass or grind your teeth. Well, all right, all right. <laughs> He's got the teeth of a fucking triceratops. It doesn't hurt. It just feels like. An old dog trying to bite you. <laughs> or like a puppy whose teeth haven't come in yet. Uh, all right. All right. So then we get introduced to Anna's anorexia storyline that will get dropped in the middle of the movie and never get mentioned oh, again. I never felt like she was taking it seriously. So I don't. I think it was just her. Like She ends up in the fucking hospital because she drinks on it. When did that happen? Uh, Jesus. Shortly after. Shortly after Paula introduces her soon to be fiance that she's about to dump and complicate yeah, everything. Yeah, when she when she goes to leave the restaurant. Yeah, she dropped. It's a comedy. It's funny. <laughs> and then she goes to the hospital and they're like, "No, you need to eat." And she's like, "No, I'm still fat." And then they just never did anything with that again. Yeah, um, and then later they make the joke about the refrigerator where all the girls are digging in and she's like, "No, nah, I'm going to pass." Yeah, I'm not hungry. Oh. It's funny. I, cause she I, was just so bland, I ignored her and her <laughs> eating disorder, apparently. Yeah. Sorry, Anna. Because they were giving no, her shit. don't apologize. When they were looking in the fridge, they were giving her shit. And she's like, no, I ate one of those cheeseburgers. And they pulled out the comically small cheeseburger that's like two inches tall. Yeah, it was a joke. That Get was a it? Joke. Anorexia. Man, I want to smoke weed with her because then I know <laughs> everything's mine. Yes. Oh my god, right. are you sure that radish is going to go straight to your ass? So we we've talked about Paula's fiance, and Paula we find out laments that she feels bad for cheating on him, even though all she just time. turned down his proposal all the time because she's an infomaniac. And I can't help fucking. Yeah, yeah, but she does say that if he cheated on her, she'd, quote, cut his fucking balls off. Feminism. The script here says, I think, laugh. I don't don't get it. I don't get it. No, I've I dated that girl once. <laughs> <laughs> so Juice's ex girlfriend. So some things happen, and then Anna falls during a fashion show. I think it was funny and important, but then it's never also called back to. So maybe, maybe not. No, Paul- that's how her and uh, Cocaine Carlita get like to be friends. Her and yeah, Veronica. Veronica's yeah. her name. Yeah. So learn it. Uh, that's right. <laughs> right. That's the, this is the important bonding moment that that is. Just glossed over. Glossed over. Precisely. So Paula then gets dumped by her boyfriend that she turned down the marriage proposal to uh, and then tries to send Anna to get him back. And the great part about this is that he, she tells him that they're going to flip to see which bathroom they go fucking. And then he seriously believes her because comedy. Right, he was funny. He was trying to pick up Anna immediately after dumping. Immediately. He was yeah. trying to pick her up when Isn't, they first met in the malt shop. Well, he, he was, was making, giving her stepdad eyes. Yeah, he was, oh. he was making eyes. But Casey, when he, follow the money. Well, Where do the stepdad eyes lead? To your wallet. That's how they get so rich. They just rob you. Are you typing in stepdad eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google stepdad eyes. <laughs> so that goes on. We cut back to Cocaine Carlos, who's getting threatened to not be banging Veronica, which he totally isn't, right? Wink. And meanwhile, Paula wants to fix a relationship with a threesome, which could never you know, go wrong. I don't know why. How would that, that go wrong? Uh, and then it suddenly ends in disaster because... Paul is clearly a fucking crazy person. And uh, I don't know why. Okay, no, no, no. I feel like a threesome is you always got to be touching two other people that aren't yourself. 
and it just turned into a twosome with a weird redhead dancing in the corner <laughs> that didn't really realize that she wasn't involved in the sex anymore. Why are we describing Dave's threesome fantasy? Hey, now. <laughs> and why do you have a ginger wig, you weirdo? Don't kink Stand shame in me. with my half. I think... <laughs> I think anytime you're thinking the only way to solve this is a threesome with my roommate and ex-boyfriend, several of these relationships are not in the place they should be. No, I okay. think you are not in the place that you should be. If I, if, <laughs> you're, you're the common denominator here, so... <laughs> if I, Probably if, worth some introspection. If I'm being honest, Paula does redeem herself afterwards because Cocaine Carlos assaults Veronica and Paula goes and threatens to cut his fucking dick off, so... She's just... I mean, so far is the character I relate to the most. Yeah. Well, then we have Anna who sneaks off to bang up and get knocked up by Paula's ex-boyfriend. Bang up, knocking up. Banging up, knocking up. Squirting up, uh, flirting oh, up. I feel like we're writing a country oh. song here. Oh, <laughs> uh, so In that, my truck. That, you know, and fucking the ex of a crazy person that you live with always pans out well as... We can clearly imagine. That's well, how yeah. the Kennedy family came to power. Meanwhile, oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, Veronica takes Cocaine Carlos's keys back to him and finds him OD'd on the bed because there's an opioid problem here, people. This is Wait 2015. Wait a minute. It's pills. Yeah. That's an he opioid problem. He doesn't take pills. <gasps> No, he what? puts things in his nose and not his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. That's a don't kink shame him, Casey. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not judging him. We're just we're, we're being good detectives here. Listen. Juice he's not a case. pill guy. That's he's true. A snort guy. That's true. Okay, I I want to clarify preferring to take your drugs through the nose is not a kink. We, we can shame that. It is, it is though, because you find out at the end of the movie, he hasn't been snorting cocaine this whole time. He's been snorting Cialis. <laughs> That's why he's been trying to fuck everything oh, yeah. all the That's time. That's how it works. I did not see those Good. subtitles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. I speak a little Spanish. Paula, <laughs> Paula finds out about Anna getting knocked up, has a hissy fit, the band breaks up, and then they suddenly get back together at the end. Because feelings. The end. Because girl power. Because girl power. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag. It was... Ugh. So paranoid girls. That was paranoid uh, girls. Was it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what I just watched. So, they just okay. told you. I was so excited when I found out it was only like 84 minutes. <laughs> and then... It surprised and felt like working on a holiday where time moved four times slower. Yeah, there was some funkiness going on with the space-time stream here, because I'm pretty yeah. sure I just missed about a week of work. Very wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> My family's worried. They're wibbly-worried. Yeah, I, I went into this knowing, oh, it's only an hour and a half, and I found myself constantly thinking, we don't have time for this. <laughs> We're not done. Any of it. Any of it. Yet, where the fuck are we? Every new scene and every new plot line. Just, what are you doing? We've only got 90 minutes, man. Let's time get through this. moved the slowest every time it was Cocaine Carl's fucking scene. Cocaine Carlos? I don't know. I, I enjoyed he Cocaine He was too fucking intense. He was super creepy. He was... He I was have soap to... opera melodramatic. It was beautiful. No, listen, I work with people 
a lot of people who do like weird street drugs and when they come into work that fucking high it ruins the whole vibe no no no. listen because you're just like god damn it is he gonna go in the bathroom and shoot up or is he gonna fucking stab himself so he can go home to get high he intensely fucking got up on his camera to take photos it was a zoom practically smash his face into it and then lovingly caress the camera yeah no. it was yeah, awesome because the camera's his dick yeah right, i don't totally, want to have totally. bumper car sex he, everything He's a bumper <laughs> i'm not car saying to have kind sex of fuck. With him. he was just great no nobody wants to have sex with him he scares you into it that guy was so fucking intense and then that's hooks what he you did with though. the cocaine right well, yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's he gives like you it hey, was. hey, smell my finger. Ha! It was actually just <laughs> tan cocaine I painted onto my hand. Oh, damn. You just did a lot. You just did a lot. You're it, probably going to want to dance now. You Let's are going to want to dance Let's and then dance. poop. It was uh, weird that for the first half of the movie, he's set up as the villain and shot as the villain. And then in the back half of the movie, it's just, oh, I sure am glad that Carlos made it through with the rest of us. Yeah. Hey, cocaine Carlos. Like, weren't. What? Yeah. So, so I, you, uh, would you safely say that Cocaine Carlos was your favorite character? No. No. <laughs> no. I felt very uncomfortable every time he was on camera. Now, like when he wasn't acting at the camera, he was a background person. I'd be like, oh, he's a good looking guy. But every time he knew the attention was on him, he turned the creep factor up to fucking 33. He was... Ugh, really intense, and that's supposed to be his allure towards uh, the one actual model. My favorite no. character, Casey. Where would you rank him on your creepy stepdadometer? Oh my god! If who would let a who would let him around a child? <laughs> oh my but, god is a fucking high ranking, by the way. Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna propose a scale one to five. No doesn't always mean no Jaeger bomb speeches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's five? I like how many out of five. No doesn't always mean no Jaeger bomb speeches. Would you rate him like five out of five? I would say five shots of Jaeger. Yeah, he is so fucking creepy, rapey. Like, ooh, I would feel uncomfortable. Like. If I worked at Subway and he came in for a sandwich, that glass isn't enough to protect you from him, and neither is your bread-cutting knife, ladies. It looks like gentlemen. Juice disagrees. No, I don't disagree. What? I thought you said no, he was it's... your favorite character. No, no, Veronica. Like the... Veronica was oh, my favorite right, character. The right. actual model. That's why Veronica fell in love with him, is because he's so fucking scary. She's like, oh, he's dangerous yeah. and abusive. <laughs> Which, okay, that but he gave us, me a key to come over to get abused. That brings <laughs> us to the first paranoid girl from the title of the movie, which I got to point out, they're not paranoid. They're all correct in their fears throughout the <laughs> <Absolutely. film. laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. It's not paranoia it's if you're not. right. Are right. we being gaslit right now? Is that what gaslighting is? Yes. So Veronica is one of the models of this movie who falls in love with Cocaine Carlos and his cocaine. And he abuses the shit out of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From the very beginning, the first night that Cocaine Carlos gives Veronica cocaine and then proceeds to fuck her, he does so by strapping her down to the bed face down and then getting a matador mask and a cat and <laughs> that that was? I forgot about the mask. Time out. And gets on her and yanks her hair. I may be living a dual life here because... 
the 90s shaped me and my sexuality and what was really popular at the time was Madonna. She came out with the sex book. She had all those like fucking she was with uh, was it Oscar De La Hoya she was with? I'm pretty sure. Anyway, Madonna's a culture vulture. You're educating us at this point. And that's what she glommed on to at the time. So a lot of her videos and her style was like stolen from like Spanish Matador. And then she portrayed Evita and all that shit. So there was a part of me that was like, ooh, okay, sexy mask and horse whip. But then I used to think about it. It would take a lot of cocaine for me not to snap those things and accidentally murder that guy after about the second hit of with that fucking thing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the more cocaine you do, the more likely that is to happen. Agreed. It's a slippery it's slope. It's a delicate balance. It's a delicate, <laughs> Between, delicate you know, balance. Enough cocaine you don't panic out and not so much cocaine that you hulk out. But I think, you know, the violence with him starts right away. Oh, immediately. The emotional violence started way before this. Yeah, he's he's an artist, Casey. He's immediately portrayed as someone who is commits sexual assault casually in the workplace. Yeah, and then he at slinks the end, into assault in every room yeah, he enters. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, Veronica's just like, "I'm so glad he came out of that coma, so we can live a happy life now." Excuse me, bitch. What? <laughs> Especially because what movie have you been watching? Because he. He specifically speaks out against monogamy, and when she says "I love you," he's like, "Yeah, okay," and the, cool. And the happy ending at the end of it, Veronica's still like, "He won't say he loves me or anything, but I can tell he's secretly glad." Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He only hits me in the bedroom now. I yeah. mean, we did convert our entire apartment into a one bedroom, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yes, it's a studio. Is that why he insists on lofts? He took the door off the bathroom. <laughs> this fucking scary, freaky motherfucker, and I hate him so much. Why would someone do that? Because We're still just bitching about Carlos. Yeah, never sorry. We to gotta to get off. We got Veronica isn't even a fucking subject. We're just complaining about cocaine, Carl. Okay, oh. enough. Enough of this creep. We need to talk about me and my big brass neck. <laughs> Yes. That's what's important here. Yeah. Paranoid Girls had a lot of really great subtitles that we Really were... great subtitles. Yes. Either lost in translation or just stuff that we just don't understand. We did have to uh, Google some things. Yeah. At one point, uh, Andre, the fiance, was accused of having a real brass neck, which is an actual phrase. That wasn't incorrect or anything. No, but that's not a phrase but that it's... I have ever heard before. You're going to be hearing it because I'm working that one in. <laughs> Just a heads up. Shut up, yeah, you, you got fucking. Real brass neck. Shut up, you daft sod. Write me a check, my big brass neck. Case mm. I like that you're laying rhymes down on that. Right. Okay. The the weirdest translation I saw was that in relation to having kids, Paula said, "I'm unsuited to having midgets." And I don't know if she was just being derogatory toward children or if it was a poor translation. Yeah, I don't but know. But it was amazing. I think yes. I asked Google if Spanish people call children midgets. And- <laughs> That's not Just your search this history. one it Spanish is. person. Google didn't have an answer, but I did learn Peter Dinklage speaks Spanish. So, you know. Hey, Ew. listen. T-I-O. The more okay. you know. If you are listening to this podcast okay that- and you work for the FBI, check out Dave's search history because he's looking into some weird shit. He's also been to dickwolffanfic.net <laughs> several times this week. Because you sent it to me. What's wrong with him? You've been there, Dave. What's wrong with him? 
Look through his cameras and tell us. Dick Wolf fanfic. <laughs> Who's worse, the man who writes <laughs> Dick Wolf fanfic or the man who reads it? Definitely the man who reads it, you voyeuristic piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, I would say my favorite Lost in Translation is when the girls boast that they're going to quote, we're going to be two super tops. <laughs> That means yeah. I'll be a fucking power bottom. Dave, you well, with you me? you can't wear a cape when you're a bottom. You have to have a cape <laughs> if you're on top. That's why they're super, super tops. tops. Because yes. listen, if someone That's with long That's just a towel, hair, Casey. Tied you can't be a bottom and have a cape on because you're choking yourself at yes. a weird angle. Have someone else choke you and have a safe word. The cape doesn't know a safe word. That's why if you got a cape, you got to be on top. No, you got to get one of those Velcro the more capes. You know. That's a good analysis. I feel like that's scientifically accurate. Well, I know what I'm talking about. I liked it that when they were at the party, one of the girls just wet their pants. Well, that was probably all the drugs they were on. Oh, yeah, that it did, did happen. Just say, but one of them did just say, I wet my pants. I don't know if that was a was that a joke pee that thing I, or I, was that a sploosh thing? I don't I don't know. It was implied to be like a pee thing. Yeah, I think I it was. Know. I think it was a joking pee thing. I think it was a joking I don't know. sploosh thing. It was a comedy, so I'm sure that was funny. It was definitely not a comedy. It was definitely a comedy. It was supposed to be a comedy. I laughed a lot. Not at the parts you <laughs> were supposed to. Uh, that's not the point, Dave. Yeah, I, I'd actually like to see through Jay's eyes for this movie because he had a lot of good laughs in this, and I can only imagine the headcanon that was going on in there. Everything is comedy if you look at it right. You know why, Dave? Because I followed the money. Murder and the money led me to comedy. <laughs> and it led me to cocaine, which led me to every sex scene in this movie. Eight Almost of them. in... Was it eight? There titty ticker? How many titties did we see? There was only one. One titty. There was one set of... T- actually, no, right. It was only one because was, like a little bit of nipple popped out. And I'm like, this is right at the, the beginning. And I'm excited. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Um, yeah, no, it really set us up for disappointment because I also thought the same thing. I'm like, shit, we got a titty in the first 10 minutes. Yep. We're this, gonna is have, gonna be, this is going to be some good shit. And we tripping we, over titty landmines. But we did get a lot of good gratuitous sex and we got a lot Wait, of drugs. Wait, did you, say, did you say call it good? What? No. Yeah, I did not get good gratuitous sex here. This was Spanish Skinamax. This we is not research quality good, Juice. Man, I totally enjoyed the scene where Andres, the boyfriend, is screwing his girlfriend and Anna walks in and he's he's just like, oh, all right. And then he just walks out the door about fucking naked. That wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, that was just a that random That was just stranger. a rando guy yeah. she picked Paula up. Paula was fucking. Oh. And yeah. I totally missed that. Not only does he leave, he doesn't fucking put any clothes no, on. No, he just walks straight he out the door. He just covers his dick and walks out. Yeah. And then later you hear, ah! Because a couple girls saw him. <laughs> it was wild birds. It was a group of parrots saw his dick. Yeah, but for a movie with a ton of sex scenes, this still felt like it had been edited for a Delta flight. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just... Yep. There's, there's. Oh. You're trying to titillate here with nothing that actually titillates. <laughs> Get it? Titillate. Oh. No, I don't because it was so bad. I was not in a sex mood. You know what it reminds me of? What was that, the movie with the Touch My Bass? Dirty Love. Dirty this love. felt like an unironic Dirty Love. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Yeah, it did. Touch my brass neck. Touch oh. my brass neck. <laughs> Touch it. 
Okay, the one thing that most upset me about this movie, Anna is supposedly our main character. She's not our main character Nobody gives a fuck about her. She moves to the city, she gets pregnant, she moves out of the city. David's Paranoid Girls, there's three of them. Okay, Veronica's story. She gets addicted to cocaine by an abusive boyfriend, and then he overdoses, and then she rehabilitates him and they live happily ever after. Because that's mark? not a real story either. Okay, I guess we're getting to the one that, that was somewhat interesting, right. maybe. The only one that's supposed to be the comedic sidekick, Paula, the roommate, who starts out as a psycho. Paula. She's a psycho nymphomaniac. She's hyper-possessive. She learns Crazy to move person. on from her boyfriend. She eventually embraces that her best friend is now pregnant by her ex-boyfriend and becomes a better person. She has a fucking arc. She's a whole person in this damn she movie. She agrees to become the godmother and gets it a gift, too. Wait, no. The baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. A little no, blanky. No, no. Yeah. no, you are- you It are, probably was soaked in cocaine, but- You are just reading your desperation into this movie to give it meaning to make no, yourself no, no. feel better. I don't think they did this on Excuse purpose. Excuse me. I think it uh-uh. was an accident. It was soaked in chloroform because she's going to Lindbergh, that baby, <laughs> once it comes out. Alt plot. Paul is not a good person. She's a smart person. I'm following that canon. Listen, (laughs) follow the money. Fucking Andre said his parents were rich. It made $78. (laughs) If that baby gets kidnapped and it's the first grandson of the fucking Andre empire, they're going to pay millions for that baby. Oops, she dropped it off the ladder, so now she's got to hide out for a while, we if you do know what I mean. Paranoid <laughs> Girls 2, the kidnapping. <laughs> we do need to talk about uh, the reason that Jay chose this movie. What was the box office total, Jay? Dave said it. It was $78. It, it made, was $78. It made $78. Are they so counting let's... the popcorn that person bought, too? <laughs> let's be fair here, okay? This movie was a directorial debut of, as Dave also said previously, a fashion photographer who decided that he was going to win uh, an Academy Award or some kind of fucking award thing or whatever. So to technically meet the rules, it was in one theater for a week. And so in that theater, it made $78. I really would like to have an interview with the three people that went and saw that movie. He wanted to be considered for the Oscars, but Spain was like, we're picking a real movie, a movie that, doesn't, <laughs> that isn't your movie. Uh, and and the, the director was like, oh, but what movie are you going to pick? And Spain was like, One that's not fucking porn, anything that's not your shitty Skinamax cocaine riddled garbage. I, I'm assuming that's what this says. I can't read Spanish, so. It's also weird that it was written and directed by a fashion photographer and the fashion photographer is the villain of the film who gets people hooked on cocaine. No, like, it was just the guy the who got to, he got to do a bunch of cocaine. Or is he just the hot, mysterious stranger <laughs> right, that gets no, you cocaine he, and gives you keys to his apartment? Honestly, he had the best part of this entire movie. He got to do a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. He got to have sex with a bunch of women. Lives in the moment. And that wasn't the actual writer and director, though. No, that no, that's not. But, I mean, if you're going to write something. He was living out vicariously, Dave. Exactly. This is his dream. This is, I mean, you know, I'm not a musician. I play music. If I was a prof- or if I was going to go write something, I would write about a musician who got to do a bunch of cocaine and screw a bunch of groupies. So let's be honest here. So this was like fanfic of his own life. Yes. Yeah. 
Like, uh, this is like what he wanted out of his life, and he couldn't, so that's why now he's trying to direct movies. Gotcha. Right, think it's, about it. It's he, a humble brag of how his life is fuck city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So hard having all these drugs and hot women. <laughs> that's how it works when you're a fashion photographer. Yeah, I just bagged the ARP shoot. Um, I'm basically <laughs> swimming in Astroglide and pussy, so... You need the Astroglide because you know, they don't actually produce get, mucus no, anymore. It's more of like oh, an Astro skirt. I'm such a photographer, <laughs> bad boy. They want me in Madrid and Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh. Dave, would you watch this again? <clears throat> you know, I think no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, despite finding an actual character in Paula, the rest of this movie was just a series of things that happened to people with no one actually having any agency. It was boring. It was stereotypical. There's nothing redeemable about this. And I might punch Jay in the balls for about a week straight for making me watch this. Don't pick movies based off of their box office, especially when that's sub $100. It seemed like a good idea at the time. No, it didn't. So, no, I would not watch this again. Juice, how about you? Are you going to watch Chico's Paranoias again? (laughs) Um, no. The only way that I would ever watch this movie again is if it was me cutting out all of the dialogue to see if that made it a better movie and just cut all of, like, the scenes of them walking or screwing or just doing things. It might be better. Otherwise, no. This movie was absolutely awful. Um, Though I do applaud you, Jay. I I feel like this did hit a pinnacle of shitty cinema that... As much as I feel tortured and tormented just a little bit, and I'm probably going to have some nightmares tonight, it was really fucking bad. It was like, it, it was that level of bad that... It definitely hit the shitty cinema bar. Yeah, it, it knocked that bar right the fuck off. Uh, Casey, are you going to fuck off with this bar and watch the movie again? No. No, <laughs> I will not watch this movie again. Um, that being said... There is a special brand of shit when you bring a foreign movie. And this brought the campy, out of this world (laughs) feeling. It was almost, it was a little reminiscent of uh, Turkey and Gravy Month where we did Turkish films. Mm. The, there are things, there's body language inside jokes uh, that are lost. Yeah. That that are lost on us. They were name dropping a couple people. I don't know who those were. If they were characters in the movie or actual real world event things, and it's nice. It's nice to not understand what's going on sometimes. But I never once knew what the fuck was going on <laughs> in this movie. Who is who? Who I'm supposed to be rooting for? And I hated it the whole fucking time. No, I would not watch Paranoid Girls again. Jay, would you? Okay, listen, Dave, I didn't just look at the box office total. I also looked that it was a comedy, a foreign comedy, that was hopefully going to be exactly what Casey described. I consider that to be a success. But listen, when we rented this film, I first rented it on YouTube, and apparently when it said it had closed captions, it's just Spanish closed captions. I don't I don't speak Spanish. So we had to rent it again on, on Amazon and watch it on that, where they had English closed captions. So... Uh, if you're asking me if I would watch it again, yeah, I want to go back and watch the YouTube version where there's no <laughs> closed captions. 
and I'm I'm so excited oh to watch God. this again in Spanish with oh no idea shit. what's going to go on. I already spent the money on it. I might as well have some fun. All right. Yes. All I right. will watch this again. You know what? I'm going to change my answer because I'm going to yeah. do that with Jay. Yeah. See? See? You know what Anyone I would else? say to you? Huh? To a th- son of a bitch. <laughs> I just real quick note, I'm just going to take this as a sign that the next time we rent a foreign film and discover it doesn't have English subtitles, that's a sign. Just watch it as it stands. <laughs> we'll figure out what we watched later. Agreed. That That's it. We are now finished up with capitalism. Capitalism. Drop month. Oh, capitalism. Oh, capitalism in Barcelona. But what's coming up? Next month is Tits, Tits and Tires. We're going to put those sweet vehicles right at the center of the toilet bowl that is shitty cinema. And Casey, you are up next week. What are we going to watch? Next month, we're going to start with Earthworm Tractors, starring Joe E. Brown. It looks upsetting as fuck, and it's from 1936. Joe E. Brown sounds like such a fake name. <laughs> I know, right? That's that is three kids stacked inside a trench coat filling out some paperwork. Uh, in that case, I think it's time for us to turn out the lights because we're running out of Google power and let's go home. I fucking live here.